You are listening to the Launch Playbook Podcast, the weekly podcast for service-based business owners to discover the starts, stops, and tools of transformation that go into launching their online offers. I'm your host, Sarah Vartanian, and if you want to launch your ideas into the world faster with more success and less burnout, well, friend, consider this show your secret playbook to get you there. Today, I'm joined by Leanne Kim, a business coach and the founder of Mamas & Co., a community for mama entrepreneurs. She's a host of the wildly popular podcast, The Business of Thinking Big, and the author of the best-selling book, Building a Joyful Business. Leanne's on a mission to help women make a great living on their terms, doing what they love. And I'm especially excited to hear from her today and chat with Leanne because Leanne was not only one of my first business coaches, I was also a part of her community, Mamas & Co., for years. Working with Leanne, I was able to officially feel confident to leave my full-time job. I grew a network of women entrepreneurs that I still chat with today, and I made connections that referred to me in my business years after I've actually shifted what I do, moving from social media and content into launch copywriting. So I really owe a lot of where I am today to my connections and working with Leanne. So Leanne, welcome. Oh, well, that is just the nicest introduction I think I've ever received. <laughs> well, amazing. I have <laughs> I have so many more nice things to say about you, Leanne. <laughs> I'm so glad to hear that. So, well, and just to, you, you reminding me that together, you know, you were able to quit your full-time job. You were able to take this mission and, and, and make it your life's work. It just makes me so happy to see amazing women like you thriving even, you know, several years after we worked together. So thank you for the honor of getting to be your coach. Honestly, you were, you were one of my very first dream clients, which I'm sure we're going <laughs> to dive into that in a little bit. I love that. Well, honestly, I always remember showing up at your door because yeah, that time I think you were, we were meeting at your house when you had, this is like years and years ago. And my husband dropped me off. I was so nervous. <laughs> <laughs> Like, but I mean, I, I knew I wanted to work with you. I'd reached out to you and it was the best afternoon. I always remember that because we went through like so many things in like a three hour session because you, you did those like kind of power sessions when we started. Yeah. I was like, this is going to be good. <laughs> like, I am on fire after we left that with you. And I always come back to that sometimes even like once or twice a year when I'm looking at my business now and I think about that session we did and how we mapped out really like my offers and where I wanted to go and how I was going to get there. And I come back to the, what you showed me myself, you know, a couple times a year and look at where I want to go, how I'm going to get there. And so oh, that makes me feel so good. Yeah. I mean, a, a big part of the work that I do with women is to help them build not just the business of their dreams, but the life of their dreams. And so taking time and, and you know, whether you do that with a coach or on your own, taking your time to get clear on what is it I really want to build. It's so important. And yet so often I see so many people just kind of going through the motions and and operating on autopilot. So I love that that exercise is still serving you today. That makes me so filled with joy. Amazing. So that's a perfect segue in what I wanted to say to you, Leanne. So let's set the stage. You're all about building a joyful business. So what Mm -hmm. does that look like for you and for your clients? Oh, amazing. Well, I mean, I think you hit the nail on the head. Building a joyful business or or achieving success looks different for all of us. And it's really important that we tune out all those voices telling us the kinds of things we should want to do or how we should be doing it. 
And I have done a lot of work on this myself over the last, you know, it was five years ago now that I quit my corporate job. And since that time, I've been full on, you know, self-employed. And that can be really challenging and really overwhelming for a lot of people, especially who come from a corporate or, or a, a job, a career where we have employers telling us the kinds of things we should be achieving, right? To all of a sudden go, oh, I'm out here on my own and I get to decide what that looks like. It can be great, but it can also be really daunting if you don't have a lot of experience in doing that. So success for me really does look like, you know, doing the work that I am meant to do. I really believe that I'm one of the best business coaches on the planet today. I do feel confident tooting my own horn because I've coached amazing women like you. And that's really my zone of genius is the strategy, the mindset, working with women on all those pieces so that they can live their dreams. And so what that means is not doing a lot of the tasks in my business that wouldn't serve me. So, you know, success for me is, and, and having a joyful business is working with a team of experts who help me bring this vision to life. It's working with dream clients who, I'll just say it, like some my clients are also just women I want to be best friends with. They're so <laughs> smart and passionate and kind and generous. And just that is really important to me as well. The who we build these businesses around is so critical to how much enjoyment we're going to have. And of course, you know, working the kind of hours I want to work. I'm very blessed nowadays that I can put in, I, I put in about 20 to 25 hours a week of very focused and, and mostly forward facing time working my business. And then the rest of the week I have for family, for my self care, for all the things that, you know, I need to, to live a joyful life. And it really is, you know, to, to me, it's all about this being on my terms. I don't want anyone else telling me how to run a business or how many hours I should, what kind of money I should be making. I get to decide all of that. And so how I know I'm, I'm living that joyful business is I'm making great money and it feels like play. It feels like fun. Like I could do it all day long. And that is. It, despite the fact that my two children are at home and online learning at the time of recording this, that's our life right now. And I, I feel really grateful that I get to live that. Yeah, I, I love that you so live like what you talk. It's like you you really do, you know, show up as that person that you talk to with your with your clients. And I see that, like, for example, I know on your Instagram, I'm always inspired with like, the things that you're doing, like your self-care. I see you sometimes go, what's it, like the Ritz for a spa yeah. day? And, but also like getting out and about in the city with your family and bikes and on, and like summer holidays. And I know that sometimes seeing you do that has reminded me kind of in like a gut check for me, like, Hey, Sarah, <laughs> how are you including this in your life? Like some of these things, because sometimes I need that reminder, right? Or I'm sure we all do. Like, it's not just all work. Like, where is the play? <laughs> Totally. And, and I, I think there are moments where, and thank you for that. I, I do try to share the fun that's going on in our world and, and the joy, but I also try to share the, the, the not so fun and the real and the raw side of, of things as well. And I've caught myself in moments of extreme stress or, you know, we'll talk about this in a bit, but launching when, you know, feeling like I'm just snowed under and it's not fun and it's not joyful. And I've caught myself and asked, you know, what am I even doing this for? 
Cause this, mm-hmm. and I think you had a moment like this too, when I was, as coaching you or a few where it's like, well, wait a second, this isn't why I started my own business. I didn't start my own business to become a servant to all of these people, all these, you know, all of my clients demands. And sometimes it just is a matter of making a few wrong turns before we end up there. And so I think it's really important from time to time we pause and we ask ourselves, why did I start doing this in the first place? And am I achieving that? Am I living that vision I had for myself? And if not, then what needs to change to do that? Okay. So I love that you just said that because one of my questions for you is why when we go into business, like we so often, we're kind of looking for something more than what we have, right? Maybe we're in a job or, you know, or we had been doing something else, but why do so many of us look back a year or two later and wonder like, wait, what the heck did I just create? Like I'm stressed, I'm busier than ever, and I'm actually not that happy. How do you think that happens? And then how do we turn it around? This is a great question. So my findings are that a lot of female entrepreneurs are very A-type personalities. We are strivers. Guilty. We are, you know, <laughs> right? We were always good in school. We always pushed ourselves to be the best. That's what it takes to be an entrepreneur. You really do need that energy of someone who's going to go after it. Yep. Like basically a go-getter, right? I don't, I don't meet a lot of successful entrepreneurs that are not go-getters that are sort of just kicking back in their Ugg boots and watching Netflix all day, right? It, it, it takes a certain mm-hmm. personality. But the problem is that personality lends itself very much to striving for what society tells us is success. So the number one thing I'll hear women say is, well, I will be successful until I'm making as much in this business as I was in my day job. And I get that because it's, you know, we need these, we need these frames of reference. We need these sort of reference points to be able to kind of get clear on what we want to build. The problem is you're going after something that somebody else a long time ago dictated was the appropriate salary for a totally different job. (laughs) And we may or may not, like, that's just one example. We may or may not actually want those things. So, you know, we kind of get caught up in this race to nowhere and we're seeing other people, you know, saying things like, oh, I had a six figure launch. And then all of a sudden we start saying, well, I must be a failure if I haven't had a six figure launch right? Or I've got a team of 10 and, well, I must be a failure if I don't have. So very, and and we do that simply because running your own business is lonely, right? There is no one telling us, there is no one right way to go about building a business. And a lot of us in the early stages are doing this completely alone. And so we get these voices in our head or from society or social media And we think we have to chase these things in order to be able to tick the box. You know, successful entrepreneur, tick. (laughs) (laughs) But but it's totally arbitrary. So when I get into someone's business, the first thing I'll say is, well, what do you really want to make in terms of a salary? What would feel really great for you? Forget about what you used to make or what your bestie makes. Just what does that look like for you? And and we go through every aspect of the business from finances to, you know, the services and and products you want to be providing your people with to the hours you want to be working. We really do kind of design that joyful business from the inside out. But but that's the the thing is most of us are are doing it from the outside in. We're looking elsewhere to tell us what is and is not success. Right. And so, you know, you really call it something that I've thought about a lot, especially before our interview here, when I was thinking about what we were going to chat about today, 
And it really dawned on me that like focusing on joy is usually not that first thing we hear about in building a business, right? It's usually like how hard it is or how much money you're going to make, as you're saying. Mm -hmm. So how can we emphasize that joy and really build that into our business while also hitting those revenue and impact goals we have? Well, it's funny you ask because I was actually going to say this anyway. I say it in almost every podcast I'm on, you know, just because your business is joyful doesn't mean it's not super lucrative, right? I have a highly joyful business and it's making great money and I have a great team that's helping me do that. So they're not mutually exclusive. And that's like, I would say key number one, stop telling yourself that in order to make great money in your business, that it's going to be hard and you're going to have to struggle, right? That, that we've associated those things in our minds. So the sooner, the sooner we break that association and start saying things like making lots of money is super fun or serving my clients means I'm living my mission. You know, every time I get to show up and go on a live video, I think, you know, like I used to hate video. <laughs> it used to make me cringe so much. But now every time I go up, and, and I've been doing this every day because we're in a launch right now. So I've been showing up for an hour a day on live video. All I can think of is, oh my God, this is me living my mission. I'm going to serve more people. I'm going to bring more people into this community, which lets me do more of what I love. Every time we help one more person, that's me living my mission. So those are some, some basic things I, I think we need to start thinking about joy I mean, you also can't feel joyful if you're not making money. Let's just be honest. Yeah. Like if you're broke all the time, that's not going to be a lot of fun. So thinking about things like, here's a great one. This is a hack. Only serving dream clients. Can you imagine how joyful your business would feel if you only ever serve people who completely valued what you did and never had a single complaint? And we're always referring their friends and therefore, you know, bringing you more leads and sales. Like, can you imagine? And you probably, <laughs> we work together, so you probably don't have to imagine. You're probably actually living this, but that's a big game changer. I would say that's, that's priority number one. If you are serving turds in your business, if you're serving people who are not worthy of your talents, you've got to stop and you've got to start getting clear on who you really want to be serving. And only say yes to working with those people, really holding yourself to a higher standard. That will allow you to have more fun because you'll be loving what you do because the people are so great. But then in turn, you're going to make more money because there'll be more space, right? When, when we're serving a lot of people who are high needs and all our time and energy is going to dealing with those people, we don't have the capacity to take on more. So as simple as that sounds, you know, only serving dream clients at all costs, it's actually a lot harder than, than people think because most people aren't doing that. So that, you know, I would say strategy number one, start with that. Yes, I remember that from working with you, specifically that I had a couple of clients who were not the <laughs> dream clients. And I remember just a, few. Even, just a few. And I remember even at one point I had let one go and then I had let them come back. And mm. I remember we were, you were like, okay, so like, obviously we still need this lesson. You haven't quite <laughs> learned, got the lesson yet. But I do remember when I worked with you that every time I said no or let go of a client that wasn't right for me, it was sometimes even the same day, Leanne. I think you probably remember this where like I would yes. get another 
like lead come in my inbox or like a, a referral to someone who was like perfect and was even like wanting to pay for one of my higher services, like my yes. the ones that I loved. And it would be like, like literally sometimes the same afternoon. <laughs> this would happen. And it was like, and so I, I remember when that would happen, I would start, I like, I believed it, right? I believed I had to like see that kind of thing happen. And so, yeah, definitely years later now, like, I would say that right now, 100% all dream clients, sometimes they've, you know, the odd things have happened, it's crept in. And then I always go back and say, okay, like, how did that happen? Right? Yeah. Like, how, like, what, what did I miss there? What did I, you know, or what was I looking at that didn't, that allowed that to happen? Because it's always probably I was looking at the wrong thing. Yeah. Or, you, yeah. or we're in a, we're in a place of feeling not enoughness. Yeah. Or right? vul- yeah, vulnerable. It's usually I, yeah. that. I, I mean, mm-hmm. we've, we've all done it. Even the best of us, even mm-hmm. I have said yes to working with women that, I, that in the end, it doesn't happen very often. Like, I, and I always say, if you're serving, you know, 90 plus percent dream clients, you're in a good place because sometimes yeah. we just truly can't see it or we can't, you know, the red flags aren't there. So we don't know. But I remember those conversations distinctly. And I can <laughs> remember how nervous you would feel before, you know, letting someone go or, and I remember, I remember having, you know, some real heart to hearts about that. But then what was on the other side of that? And you bring up a great point. You know, when there's any piece of our business that's negative or it's not feeling good, it is costing us, right? In terms of lost time, lost energy, finances. I mean, the number of women that I know that are wasting energy serving people when someone better is out there who would be willing to pay more. And and mm-hmm. it takes just exactly what you said. Right. You have to go through it a few times to go, ah, uh, you know what? This is like, it's like one of those energetic laws of the universe. Mm-hmm. When one door closes, another one opens. And so although it, it, although it's hard, it's so beneficial. It's like so much of being an entrepreneur is hard. But when we go through it, we realize, ah, you know what? That actually wasn't so bad. And look at all of these great lessons I learned along the way. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm just. <laughs> And back about four years ago, yeah, like reminding myself of all of that. Yeah, it was, those were really good lessons. It was, those were hard lessons. But yeah, I still, I just remember those like things popping in the inbox and like message you and being like, oh, it's happening. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's a great point. You know, anytime you notice yourself getting triggered, whether it's an email or a voice memo, mm-hmm. look for those patterns of where that's happening because that's a great indicator of something that is broken. So again, the more we can seek out and cultivate that joy in our businesses, we will make more money. Usually we'll work fewer hours doing it, right? It's that working smarter, not harder attitude that I I really love to instill in my clients. We'll also just find that the journey is more fun, right? Like I'm in a launch right now with my team we are having so much fun right now communicating back and forth. We use Voxer because I, fun fact, like I don't like to read text messages because I have to put on my glasses every time. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm about a hundred years old, but <laughs> I, I can't read on my phone very much anymore. So, you know, we're Voxing back and forth all day and we'll, we'll, I'll get him, I'll go in there probably after this call, I'll go in there and, and my teammate Nicole will be like, we got another sale. And it's just so, it's so much fun. When you cut out the negativity, when you, and, and this is a, you know, another one is surrounding yourself with the types of people that have that high vibe that are in this with you, that are doing the same kinds of things, whether that's a team or whether that's a community like Mamas and Co, finding those people who are, who are in the trenches and 
experiencing joy and success as well. The more you surround, and this is my problem. This is why I started Mamas and Co. Back in the day, all of my friends had day jobs and I really needed to be with women who had done the whole quit their job, run a successful business thing. I just didn't have any in my circles within arm's reach. And so I built a community out of thin air with no intentions of it becoming (laughs) what it is today, quite by accident. And in there, I just felt so supported. I felt like I wasn't alone in this. And that that would be, you know, another tip to those of you listening. If you're feeling like your business is lonely, something's got to change. Whether that's asking for help, hiring an amazing copywriter like Sarah, joining communities, getting yourself an accountability partner or, or business bestie, like it really, it, it really is a game changer when you have people that are going through the journey with you, if you know what I mean. Definitely. This episode of the Launch Playbook Podcast is brought to you by my free launch maps, your complete step-by-step map of all your launch assets. So you know exactly what messaging notes to hit and when to share each piece of copy. Because I know that you have signed up for many freebies over the years, only to be disappointed with the Canva PDF that hardly gave you any info but I promise you the launch maps aren't that. When I showed these to my OBM, she literally walked off the screen that I was giving away this for free. This is the exact launch map template I use for every single one of my one-on-one clients. And inside, you'll be able to personalize, tweak, and repeat a strategy for your messaging for each and every launch from pre-launch to post. Go and get your free launch map at www.sarahvartanian.com slash launch dash map. So right now, as you said, you're in the middle of launching um, Mamas and Co, like opening Mm -hmm. up enrollment. So tell us a little bit about what you're doing during this launch and how you mentioned a few ways that you're bringing joy into it. Tell us a little bit about how the launch is working. Yes. Okay. So this, we do this launch. It's a very different launch style than what most people would do. We basically provide people with a free trial of our membership. So it's kind of like a five day challenge, except, you know, we're not putting them through challenges yeah. <laughs> per se. And the reason for that is I know my audience very well. Mama entrepreneurs are overwhelmed AF right now, right? As, as we're recording this, here, you know, here. we have kids. <laughs> we're in the, at the, at the tail end, hopefully of a pandemic. Kids are at home trying to run a business. It just doesn't feel like, you know, all our dreams are possible. And it's felt like that for the last couple of years. So we designed this to be kind of like a learning and connection experience that happens for five days. We do it once a year currently. We used to do it two or three times a year. But one of the things that we found is, A, it's a lot of work on me and my team. B, I think people get more out of it when it's not something that happens all the time. And and this is probably something that you coach your people as well as, as a launch strategist is, you know, if you're launching every other week, people get kind of turned off, right? Mm-hmm. They, they, they start to tune out because they're like, oh, there they are again and yet another launch. So I think that's something to consider is to balance your launch time with those non-launching activities. So we're in this five-day experience. It started on Monday, today's Thursday, and it, and our cart will close tomorrow at midnight. Some of the things, actually, yeah, I, I wrote down some some things that we did to make this more joyful, which I'm just going to tell you also equates to making it more successful. The yeah. more fun you can have in your business, the more money you're going to make. So one of the things that we did is we wrote a lot. We did a lot of the sort of 
pre-launch strategy months ago. So start early. Like do (laughs) not try to have a successful launch and whip it together in five days. Like you really do need to put in the time and the focus well in advance of starting to fill that launch funnel. So because this is early January, we had to, and and the holidays happened right before we started filling the funnel. We had to map out a lot of our pre, our launch content, you know, as early as like two or three months ago, we were working on this. So things like our videos, our stories, you know, our, our Instagram content, our emails, all of that stuff has been done well in advance. And, and that's, you know, one of my hacks. Anytime that you're in a time crunch and you're putting yourself under immense time pressure, it's not going to be fun. And therefore you're also going to be more stressed about it. So even if you make more money, which is unlikely, you're not going to be able to enjoy it. So that's, that's one strategy there. Well, I just, I just love that you're calling that out because I was going to ask you, like, how can we include more fun in launches? Because it's really not the top descriptor people use when describing launches usually, right? It's like burnt out or tired or, or done. So I'm just loving the tips that you're sharing. So. Keep on well, going. <laughs> let's take that as, thank you for the nudge there. Let's take that as tip number two. You know, the mindset around your launch and the words that you're saying around your launch are really critical. If you're in there with your team going, okay, guys, we got to hunker down. This is going to be a tough one. <laughs> and even if you don't have a team, if that's your attitude, like, oh, dear God, I've got a launch next month. Think about what that energy is doing to the launch. Right. Mindset is it, it, uh, success is is what did they say? Success is 80 percent mindset. I say it's 90 percent mindset and only 10 percent mechanic. So we have to start stop telling ourselves it's hard or, you know, the worst that I can't stand is I don't know how. Well, you're only going to learn how by putting something out there and yeah. going through the process of launching. You'll never know how to launch without launching and you're never going to enjoy launching if you keep telling yourself it's miserable. So you know, watch the mindset on your launch. I definitely agree. And and I think that I see that sometimes with some of my, my launch clients that it's so much around how they approach it and how they feel. And a lot of that can be alleviated. I think some of that, let's say negativity by doing that pre-planning, like you're saying in advance, because then it's mm-hmm. not so stressful, right? So we get ourselves really caught in that like tight timeline because we feel like it has to be done at a certain time. It can wait. It can yeah. always wait, right? And that's when I feel like people burn out partway through. Like they kind of give up or they teeter partway through the launch. Cause we know that sometimes midway through a launch, it can be quiet. Like beginning can often be, you know, sales coming in near the end. But there's that midway point where you're like, should I keep going? Like, yes. is, any, yes. is anyone listening? <laughs> like, Hello, you know, is I'm tired. On? <laughs> like, and we're sometimes, you know, you can give up then as opposed to keep showing up and going through. But we have to keep showing up and going through, even just to find out, okay, cool, like what worked? What did I like? What did people respond to? Yes, so that and- next time is even better and more, you know, a better experience for you and the folks going through it. Totally. And you just reminded me of my next tip, which is to, this is going to be really specific. And a lot of people listening to this are going to go, no, I don't want to do that. So <laughs> let's hear it. I'm intrigued. Hold on to your hats, dear listeners. For the extent of your launch, show up on camera every single day and just be you. So there's kind of two tips in one here. The showing up on camera thing, as I mentioned, I did not enjoy doing that at all. But because it was because I felt like I needed to be super polished and professional. And I was kind of putting on airs a little bit. So when I look at those earlier videos, it doesn't even sound like me. 
it sound it sounds like kind of like a like a clone of Leanne, like some some sort of like made in a factory, like a Frankenstein. Like version you thought you should be during the yes. launch. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I also would have a lot of launches where I would just not show up on camera and I would, you know, I would post or I would, you know, emails would be going out. But my your people need to see you. They need to hear your passion for what you do. So I'm a fan of shorter launches, shorter cart opens, but I show up every single day and I'm in there encouraging them and reminding them why this is so important, right? And I'll even say in my launches, I don't care if you join my community, but please find your community. Even if it's not us, please find a way to, you know, X, Y, Z, whatever it is that you're selling, because I do care more about them being successful than I care about me making money. It, that's just the honest to God truth is I really do care about the people that come into my launches. So I want them to hear my voice and see my face and feel my energy because that's what people are buying. Yeah. People are buying the way you make them feel. And if you're not showing up on camera and you're solely relying on written content, let's just be clear. Written yeah. content is important, but you mm-hmm. really have to be present during your launches. And when you do, Make sure you're giving them the most real version of you because that's what you want your customers to fall in love with. You don't want them to fall in love with that who I'm supposed to be, right? Because then you have to keep that up. That's exhausting. So exhausting. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, it's like, I feel like I remember when I was like dating in my twenties and I would always try to be something I wasn't and then it would inevitably never work out. Hence why I met my partner in my mid thirties. It took that long because I had to learn that lesson. So, you know, that's another tip. Show up every day on camera, speak to them from the heart and be yourself. And two other quickies that I have, I touched on this already, but share the journey. Don't try to go it alone in a launch. Even if you just have to, you know, have your VA in there helping with you and you're communicating daily. This journey is so freaking lonely that it's, it's unbelievable that so many of us go into it, to be honest with you. But you know, hire great help. Bring on someone like Sarah to help with the launch copy. Work with someone on your videos, even if they're just contractors or providing you with a handful of hours of support. It will feel so much more fun and so much more of a win when you have someone to share it with. And that brings me to my final point, which is to celebrate all wins. Not just the numbers, not just the, you know, things like return on ad spend. Those things are important. But we should be celebrating all the wins. So right now, one of the things that we're celebrating in this launch is something as simple as the show up rate on our live videos is higher than it's ever been. The engagement. Actually, I had one of my business besties who's in the community who was like, holy cow, seems like people are really engaged this time. Yeah, the engagement is higher. So we're celebrating those wins, even if we don't hit our sales goals, which are high. And it sounds crazy for me to be saying that because I do believe at the end of the day, I'm a sales strategist, really. I help Mm -hmm. people, you know, make sales. But there are often things that are out of our control, right? I could not have known that this launch would be happening during lockdown number 80 million and (laughs) and that my mamas would all be, you know, frustrated out of their wits with kids at home. Like we, we can't plan that. And it was, it was too late to change it. And I don't think I would have wanted to change it because every launch is beautiful just as it is. Even the ones where you don't hit your goals or even the ones where you're up against these external circumstances that you can't control. There's still great learning 
And honestly, like a lot of this journey is about learning about yourself and and cultivating that resiliency and that self-awareness, these skills that are so important for entrepreneurs. So yeah, those are my last few is share the journey, hire help, like go through this with people. And then as you're doing that, celebrate your wins together, big or small as a team. I love that. And the celebrating piece, that's something I'm always talking with my clients about too, is like making time with the end of your launch to like take some time to celebrate, whether that's like, you know, maybe it's a spa day, maybe it's just a day off, maybe it's going out to a dinner, whatever it is, like take time to acknowledge the fact that you went through that as well. Like it's a big deal as opposed to just going to like on to the next, right? Like yes. not taking your breath, like taking that all in. And I want to say, Leanne, like you said something that really stuck to me. You said how I want women just to get the, like, the support they need and get a community that's right for them. So I love that, you know, you know you're, put, you're putting this launch out there and, you know, of course you want to welcome people into your community. That would be amazing. But that also you're just showing up as this leader who says like, listen, I want this for you. And so whether you go, you know, you're going to go through my launch and whether you join me or not, I hope that you come through. And I want to say like, they're going to go through an experience which maybe will change them, change them. And whether that's changing them to come into your community or knowing that they need to find a community that they're going to come to the other side with that knowledge. I think yeah. that's amazing. And I'll add to that too, because this was not, Sarah, I want to be really honest here. This was not something that I always understood as an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. I mean, in the early days were very, I am very, I was very focused on hitting those milestones, making a decent salary. Like the, that was critical to me. And that was probably the priority at the time. But the longer I do this, the more I really detach from my need to have my own personal needs met as an entrepreneur, the more my business flourishes on its own, right? It's that whole like, you know, if you want to get more, you give more. Mm-hmm. And so I, I really mean that when I say I, I don't care if these women join my community because I know that they're leaving a better entrepreneur as a result of being around me and my people. I really do believe that. And here's the other thing. A lot of the people that you serve that are probably listening to this are people that not only have group offers, but probably have other, you know, maybe they have one-on-one coaching or maybe they have a product side to their business. Don't be surprised when you launch with this attitude of, of serving first. Don't be surprised if all of a sudden your other offers start to grow. Because I'll get women who say, I loved your, I loved your, we call it mamapreneur week, right? I love that experience. The community is not for me, but I have someone that really needs a business coach. Can I introduce you? Or I have someone who is really interested in, and this truly, the more, again, the more you detach from you needing to receive and you just show up and, and you give your people the best of you they're going to be inspired to send you all kinds of sales that you can't possibly even predict or know. And the more I do this, the more I just show up and give and forget about the numbers, right? I don't even, I haven't even looked in our Stripe account because I'm just trusting that the universe is going to bring us the right members for this stage. And the right members for this stage are going through our launch. They're seeing me live every day. They're reading our emails and then they're buying because it's what they're feeling guided to do. They see the value. I, they don't need me to convince or cajole or sell because the experience we've created is, is designed to bring in only dream clients. So yeah, I'm, I'm super jazz. I, I can't believe I'm having this conversation right in the middle of a launch, but how perfect is that? I love that. I don't think I've ever talked to anyone right in the middle of a launch before. So this is fun to really see, you know, what you're thinking and what you're experiencing as you're going through. 
And I think, oh my gosh, Leanne, you called out some really interesting things. And I think one, I, I really appreciate that you called out the fact that there are all these, let's call them side effects, like possibly to <laughs> launching that aren't just what we think they are. They're not just around like, I got 10 people in my program, right? It's about like, that visibility and that showing up has all these like ripple effects that we don't even always know right we're in the launch, but they always come back. I found that for myself with launching, I'll launch something and maybe I won't necessarily hit the number of people I want in my group program or whatever I'm offering. But in the end, I'll somebody will come back to me and I'll get like a beautiful referral. They'll be like, oh, I saw yep. you doing this and I love that. And I told my friend and I'll end up with like a 5K package, right? Or something or like a 10K yep. package being sold and which wasn't in my direct launch goal. And it happens all the time for clients too. I see that all the time. It's that showing up in the energy we put out. It's so true. And that this is why, you know, it, it does go back. It would be great if we all head into launches feeling super confident, like we're going to crush those those launch goals. But that's harder to do when you're early stages or you don't have a lot of that proof of concept, right? A lot of that confidence comes from having successful launches. However, you know, the thing to remember is we're never going to get there until we've gone through the process of launching a few times, right? Confidence breeds more confidence. And the more launches that we do, the better we're going to get at it. I've now launched this community probably 20 times over the last, I don't know, five years, officially and unofficially. And I feel more confident than ever that we have the right, you know, we have the right launch components in place. But every time we launch, we tweak it a little. You know, it's never the same thing exactly twice. We're always trying to improve. There's always ways that you can improve. So even if you're not crushing your launch goals, trust that you are exactly where you need to be to learn what you need to learn to build the kind of business you want to build. You truly are. Thank you for sharing that. Leanne, what's the number one thing you hope people will take away from listening to this episode? Oh my gosh, less stress, more joy. <laughs> <laughs> succinct and perfect. <laughs> yeah. yeah, truly. Like, it, you know, th the number of women I've seen at the brink of burnout or that I've had to coach through burnout, I've had, I've had to coach women through leaving partnerships, through divorces, through closing their businesses. There are going to be highs and lows to this journey, lots of which we won't be able to predict. But if you can start to build your business around what you're truly passionate about, and stay laser focused on on what that joyful business means for you, you are going to live a more fulfilling life. You probably feel more healthy because you'll have time for taking care of yourself. You'll live longer as a result. Your kids, you know, for those of you who are parents, your children, your spouse, your relationships, they'll have a better version of you because you're loving what you do every day. So you know, this isn't just, oh, pie in the sky, wouldn't it be nice? This really is like how how we can create a better, you know, society and a, a better global society on a whole is if we all could just enjoy the journey a little bit more. We'll have to be strategic to do that. It's not just going to happen. But mm -hmm. that that really is my wish for anyone listening is that I want you to have, you know, to live your wildest dreams. But in order to do that, take a look at your business. And if it's not bringing you joy, what needs to change for you to do that? Leanne, how can we work with you? Well, I would say I, I do have my community, which you know about Mamas & Co. I run a few group coaching programs and I do work with some select clients one-on-one -on -one every year. So if you're interested in the community, you can check out at Mamas & Co. on Instagram. That's M-A-M-A-S-A-N-D-C-O, all one word. 
And I can be found there, my personal account, at Leanne Kim Coach. Perfect. And of course, I'll drop all the links in the show notes. Now, you have a special treat for us. Will you tell us about that? I do. Speaking of coming from a place of serving, I want to give your first 30 listeners a free copy of my book. It's called Building a Joyful Business. And if you're picking up what I'm putting down, then you definitely need a copy. And as I was thinking about this, I was like, well, I could make them pay for it or I could just give it away. And I decided it would be more fun to just give away 30 copies to your listeners. So you can head to leannekim.com slash book. Choose a single copy and then use the promo code Sarah V, S-A-R-A-V, all one word, all caps. The book will be free and you just need to pay for shipping. And that is my gift to you for being an awesome, loyal listener of Sarah's. Thank you, Leanne. I'm so excited for some of our listeners to get their hands on your book. Thank you so much for joining us in the middle of your launch. I know it's especially busy time. And so I, we really appreciate you know, you sharing what's going on in your launch, how we can make our business and launches more joyful. So thanks for chatting today. Oh my gosh, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Thanks for tuning into the Launch Playbook Podcast. If you want to get weekly launch secrets in your ears, I hope you'll hit subscribe on iTunes so you'll never miss an episode. Because who knows? It could reveal just a thing you've been looking for to make your next launch a success. And be sure to leave a five-star review in iTunes telling me how this episode inspired your launch plans. Until next time, keep putting your big ideas out into the world. I'm rooting for you.